When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working, and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality, and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi everyone, it's Anne-Marie again with you today and today I've got another fantastic guest with a fantastic topic. So the other day, actually it was probably a number of months ago now, I was searching the internet and a title of a blog post caught my eye and the title of that post was why you should never attend another networking event. Now I found this title so intriguing, I just couldn't help myself but click through to read the article. And the information the author had written was something that I totally agreed with. So I knew that I had to reach out and get her on the show to share more with you today. So today's guest is that author, like the author of that article, why you should never attend another networking event. And her name is Stephanie Ward. Now Stephanie is a marketing coach for small business owners who want a steady stream of cool clients. She helps them create meaning and prosperous businesses by doing marketing in a way that fits for them. Now on today's show, Stephanie's going to speak about three tips to dramatically improve your networking results both on and offline, how to follow up with people that you meet at networking events, and what to give your new connections. I know that that is something that we often struggle with and also how to keep track of your connections, which is so very important. So welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thank you, Emery. I'm super excited to be here. Mm, I'm glad to have you here too. This is a topic that I think people either love networking, they're social butterflies, or they really don't like it at all and kind of go to a networking event, they stand in the corner and then they go away thinking, oh, well, that was kind of a, a waste of time. And so when I came across your article, I thought, wow, everything that you'd written in it was just so true. And of course, that title was why you should never attend another networking event. So why don't you just, what happened that caused you to, to write that article? Well, I think, you know, your first point is, is true. A lot of people have a, think of networking as a dirty word and it mm. really doesn't have to be. It's, it's basically just connecting with people, which can be fun. And oftentimes, introverts who aren't really considered social butterflies are really good at networking because they're excellent listeners. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, if you could just shift to thinking about what it means to do it, then it's, you can have a different approach. And why I wrote this article is because it does take a lot of work to actually go to a networking event. You have to plan, you have to organize transportation, you have to get dressed, <laughs> you mm -hmm. have to go there and travel. So it's, I just was frustrated because I think, why are these people bothering if they don't even 
you know, spend some time beforehand and then follow up afterwards. It's really a waste of time if you just go have some drinks, say hi and leave. Yeah. And I'm really glad that you mentioned about the things that we need to do in order to prepare because often we look at people who are really good at networking and we think, you know, that comes so naturally to them. However, the reason why they are there, they're confidently introducing themselves, they're following up all of that good stuff is because they've taken the time to prepare. They've planned and they've obviously got a really great system. And yes, whilst some people have the gift of the gab and, and so forth, there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes if you really want to leverage the best out of the connections. And, and I'm so glad you're going to share that brilliance with us. So if someone has recognized, okay, I'm one of those people that don't really plan, don't really prepare. I just kind of show up at an event and hope for the best. With some of the connections that they've already made, do you think that it's ever too late to follow up with someone? Absolutely not. That's something I also talk about in the in my article and link to a post I've written about it because mm. people do get busy. And sometimes, you know, after a networking event, um, an opportunity slips through your hands and it's been a couple weeks or a month and you think, oh gosh, I'm too embarrassed to go back now. But it's never too late. If mm -hmm. you're just honest, mm. approach that person and say, listen, I know I promised to send you that article or I'd you know, follow up with you about coffee. Um, I'm sorry. And would you still like to get together? Yes. And so it's, it is not ever too late to follow up. And it's the same idea as you know, the, what you mentioned, the preparation about pre-networking. Mm -hmm. you know, if there's a list available, definitely see who's going to be there and know who's coming to the party, so to speak, so mm -hmm. that when you get there, you might recognize someone's name. Oh, yes, I saw you on the list. Or... Um, that you can ask the host if they would introduce you to someone that you really wanted to meet. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's so important because just like with anything, you know, if we are going to an event to speak, we don't just show up there on the day and hope that whatever comes out of our mouths is coherent and it really positions us as an expert. We take the time, just like networking, just as you've said, there's certain steps that we can do to prepare even before we attend the networking event. Stephanie, what would you say to people who who haven't perhaps not really taken the time to plan before, to prepare beforehand? What are some of the things that they should be doing? Well, I will tell you that it's, it's much, you'll have a much better time if you plan before. It'll be much more relaxed, it'll be more effective, and it'll be easier. So mm -hmm. those 15 or 20 minutes that you can put in beforehand will make a difference. So definitely, if there's a list of the attendees, take a look at that, understand who's coming. You can actually even contact people beforehand via Twitter or their email, depending on how much information is shared, and say, listen, I see you're also going to be at this event. I'm really looking forward to meeting you there. Mm -hmm. See you then. Mm -hmm. So you can make pre-contact know who's coming. I always suggest actually to arrive on time or even a bit early because it's, that's actually less stressful. There's not a big crowd. You'll be able to have a conversation with the host of the event. And then as people come in, you're already you know, settled and relaxed and you can greet them. Mm -hmm. I love that. And you know, I think we often don't recognize that we may be a little bit apprehensive in going to a networking event just as other people who are also attending that networking event. So I love the fact that you've even recommended reach out to, to one or two people and say, hey, I'd love to connect with you because then you've already set that intention. And then, of course, you know, the conversation can then, it's already expected. So you don't kind of just stand around hoping that someone will come up to you. You've already prepared that way. Love, love that. One of the other things that you say too, and I'd love to speak a little bit more about this, because this is something that not many people recognize as being such a, a benefit, such a, you know, an advantage to this. And this is connecting 
connecting people within your network to each other. Share with us, why is this so important? Yes, well, it's just amazing. Connecting people is something, I, I think it's so fun. I love to do it. And once anyone tries it, you will find it's quite rewarding. Mm -hmm. But the reason it's so powerful is because, you know, the reason you're at a networking event is to connect with people, obviously for yourself. But when you can see the overview of the network and know two people that should get in touch with, with each other and you can put them together, you're creating value for everyone. Yes. And people, it builds trust with people. They see you as a valuable resource. Um, and they remember, oh, yes, that's who introduced us. So it's, it's actually building trust with you and your network, growing your network and creating opportunities for other people. And people really appreciate that. Yes. You know, as you're sharing that, I was reminded of a story I read in a book called Go-Givers. One of the authors was uh, Bob Berg. And please excuse me, the other author, I, um, your name has uh, slipped my mind. But in that book, he shared about giving um, referrals, introducing two people. And out of that, the person who received the referral was actually a competitor. And later on down the track, uh, this person who initially gave the referral to the competitor got a referral back from this client and it turned out to be one of the biggest jobs that it turned out into. So what you're saying is just so true. You almost become the go-to person because you are someone that connect can connect others and often the conversation has already started. And, and, and of course, if you become known as the, the go-to person, that's so valuable uh, as being that in your network, Yes. Absolutely. And it's great that you mentioned Bob because uh, Bob Berg also, in another book, I think it's Endless Referrals, he talks about, and this is a great conversation question that you can use when you're networking, if you're nervous or you're not sure what to say, uh, is to ask the person you're speaking with, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't have it exactly, but you say, how can I know when someone I'm talking with is the perfect client for you? Oh, I love that question. Yeah, that's from Bob Berg. And then when you know that, then it's easier to connect people because you have to be able to remember what people do and what their perfect client looks like in order to be able to make that connection and or referral. Yeah. And I've just looked it up because it's on my iPad. So it's Go-Givers or The Go-Giver and it's Bob Berg and John David Mann. So M-A-N-N and Berg is B-U-R-G. Great, great uh, book. So obviously he's, he's uh, written a number of uh, other books as well, which... I think it's really a skill, isn't it? it, it it's really um, a, a part of our communication, our marketing, our connection strategy. And for those of us who may not be as comfortable yet, it's a skill that can be developed. And, and the steps that we're talking about today can certainly um, support, support us. Stephanie, it's always good to have a bit of a checklist checklist of things to do as well as things to be aware of so that we can avoid making the same mistakes. So what would you say in, in your experience and that you've seen are some of the biggest mistakes that people make when they're introducing themselves at a networking event? Right. Well, this is, this is your opportunity. You've taken all the time, you're there, and now the spotlight's on you. And mm -hmm. when you get to introduce yourself, you want to be sure that you've thought about this and that you've actually practiced it so that it does sound natural. Um, so one thing is just to speak slowly because people are listening, but if you speak very quickly, they're going to lose what you're saying. Um, another thing is to make sure you have a call to action. That's a marketing term that just means what do you want people to do if they're interested? So it's smart to mention your website if it's hard to spell or, you know, spell it out. But make sure that 
if someone is interested, they know what to do. Because what happens, I've seen people say, hi, my name is so-and-so, and I do this, so if you want to know more, come see me. Mm. Um, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> because people get busy, you know, it's a, a busy event, and they're like, oh, who is that lady? And then it's gone. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely take that opportunity to, to prepare and say your name, say your website, make sure you are clear about who you serve, how you help them, and the call to action that people should take if they want to know more. Yeah, I think that's so, it's a clear framework that we can follow and we just need to rehearse it to the point where it just flows so that we can really just concentrate on, on our confidence and, and calming our nerves because, you know, often, I mean, here in, in a networking event, and this is, runs uh, once a month, and this might be similar to some of the events you go to, Stephanie, we all get an opportunity to stand up and introduce ourselves. It's around about 45 seconds, maybe a minute, depending on how many people are in you know in the networking event however if there are 40 other people there that's you know 39 including yourself people who now have an opportunity to hear about your work so if we follow the structure that you've just shared and there are a number of our ideal clients we've just piqued their interest yes absolutely mm, mm. yeah yeah, I love that. So are there any other mistakes that you can typically see or have seen that people do when they are introducing themselves that you want to make people aware of? Or is that the biggest one? Well, it's it's the main thing is just to be really clear about what you do and who you do it for. Mm -hmm. Being vague and speaking quickly and not mentioning your website or having a call to action. Those are really the key things. And what you said too, it you do have a very short period of time so that yes. you can't say a lot you want it to be memorable mm. um, so you need to think of a way that's catchy that people will think okay I remember her name or I remember the name of her company or I definitely remember what she does by the way she described it yes I mean instead of saying you know I'm an accountant you can say I help people save money in their businesses. Mm -hmm. I'm an accountant for small business owners, yes. something like that. Then people remember the saving money part. Oh, I better call that guy. He yeah, because so that's kind of the result, isn't it? We we want to save money in our business, yet I know often when someone says a job title, we naturally go to what we assume an accountant is. And if we've got an accountant already in our network or we've had bad experiences with someone in, in that you know field, we automatically kind of switch off. That's really good to, to start off with the promise of value, the outcome. Something that you've just said, and I want to really um, stress because I've heard this being said quite often, because of the limited amount of time, what people sometimes do is they try and put everything, cram as much as they can, so it ends up being the shopping list and everyone's just kind of sitting there getting quite overwhelmed. That's a huge no-no too, isn't it, in your introduction? Absolutely. If you say a lot and then no one will remember anything mm, about it. So mm -hmm. pick the one benefit that you think will people there will connect with. You can even make it a question. You can start with a question. Say, does anyone ever struggle when they're doing their taxes? And everyone's going to say yes or raise their hand. <laughs> yes. And, and then you can say, well, I help people, you know, have stress-free tax uh, tax time. So mm -hmm. it short can be better. Um and it often takes more work to create something that's short than it does just to read off the laundry list of things. So yes. again, this is where preparation pays off and you will be able to um, be more memorable so that people, even people who are not directly potential clients for you, if they can remember, they can give you referrals. Yes. So that's, that's the key about networking. Not everyone you talk with 
is a client for you, but they may know someone who is. So mm -hmm. if they're clear about what you do, they can tell someone else about you. Yeah. You know, in fact, someone once told me that I can't remember who it was, so I can't credit them. Uh, but they said, you know, if we look at referral, or beg your pardon, if we go to a networking event and we're looking out for, I want to try and find my next client, that's not as powerful as I would like to meet someone and really look at, at building a you know, reciprocal relationship, a referral, an alliance relationship. Because when we take the time to do that, that in, in the return to our business and what we can give them is so much greater in the long run, isn't it, than, than just trying to get clients and, and walk out with the door with, with a few people to follow up only once. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. It's, it's the title of the book you mentioned. I mean, um, go givers, you give first, go with yes. the intention of giving, go with the intention of connecting with people to build relationships for the long term. And also go with the intention of I am so excited to find someone I connect, can connect with, learn about what they do and refer them. Yeah. Yeah. Because Our, it's, it's, it's one of those cosmic things yeah. that, you know, when you give referrals, they come back to you, not always in the same way, not always from the same people, but there is something about giving that comes back to you yeah i love that and you know sometimes we we misconceive or we have a misperception around what you know someone who is coming to the networking event we think well they're not really someone who is going to, to to support me in any way so we may discredit them and i remember hearing this situation where someone went to a networking event and these people went to regular networking events so every week they would get together they would share referrals and so on and one person in that networking event went to another person and said i really love to, to learn a little bit more about your business and see how we might support one another and uh, that the other person said, well, you know, I, I've, I've heard you introduce yourself and really I, I think it would be a waste of time because you're in another industry than I'm in and, and I don't think we can cross-refer. Now, that person who kind of fobbed the other one off didn't realise that this woman who came to say, hey, let's connect, let's get to know one another better, she had in her network, her extended network, one of the largest corporations who was the ideal client of this fella, this guy that was in this networking event. And she kind of went away and said, you know what? After that kind of response, I'm not even going to share that, that, you know, that resource or that potential referral partner. So never, never assume that someone's not going to be relevant. Someone's not going to add value. You just never know who someone else knows. That is, that is very true. And I use that same approach with my networking too. I treat or I try to treat everyone as equal because we mm. all are human beings. And yes, some people may make more money. Some people may have more connections, but at the end of the day, I'm more interested in the person, what they're excited about and making a connection. And mm. it's true. You don't know, you never know. <laughs> um, so I think it's just a basic uh, principle of humanity yes. when connecting with people is to, to, connect with the humanity and, and see others as equals. Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked a bit about networking. We've also talked a bit about re referrals. How are networking and referrals related? Love you to speak a little bit more about that too. Right. Well, it's the, they are definitely related. Again, we've taught, we've touched on this because mm -hmm. when you're networking, you are, you know, trying to connect with your ideal clients. Um, but you're also going to be giving referrals and possibly receiving referrals. So it's so important. 
this goes back to your importance of your clear message mm-hmm. when you're introducing yourself because whether you're introducing yourself to the group or you're having a conversation one-on-one with someone, you want them to walk away. And if someone else said, oh, I saw you there talking to Stephanie, what does she do that they could actually answer that question and not say, oh, I think it but was something no about... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So, and because then they are able to make that referral if the time comes. So later on, uh, you know, weeks later, months later, if they're at a party or they're at the gym and someone says, oh, I'm having this problem with so-and-so, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's what Stephanie does. You should call her. Mm-hmm. So it's not only about the connections you make for yourself and for your business, but it's also about the referrals you can give and about referrals that you will get by building these long-term connections. Yes, so so very important so we've talked a little bit today about a kind of meeting face to face and then introducing yourself in an, a networking event where people can see you if we're thinking about the online networking what are some of the differences what are some of the similarities I'd love for you to share a little bit more about that because i know so many of us now are embracing social media technologies which are just fantastic However, we may not really be aware of some of the, you know, the relationships that are there to be made that unfortunately, because we're not following up and, and doing some of the things that I know that you, you are an expert at, we're just leaving that on the table. So what, what do you, would you say about that? Well, that's an excellent point you're making because at the end of the day, connecting with people is connecting with people, whether it's in person or line, online. It just so happens there's some different etiquette and rules that most people follow in doing such. Mm -hmm. So the the key message is anytime you're networking, it's just about building relationships with people over time. So online, various platforms have various rules and it's not hard to find out what they are. You can Google to find out for Twitter network, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google Plus, all of the networks, you can find out what the etiquette is. But Different platforms have different levels. So Twitter, you can follow anyone. They don't have to approve you to follow them. So if there's someone that you'd like to reach out to and you don't have their email or you don't want to send them an email, which is spam, if you don't know them and you're asking them something, Mm -hmm. you can follow them on Twitter and join in on conversations there. So you can absolutely connect with people online. I mean, that's how we met, right? Yeah, absolutely. It certainly was. It happens so easily if you're paying attention and you're looking for opportunities and you're and again with your intention is to connect with people and make a real connection and see how you can help them so instead of what can you do for me say how can i add value for you how can i help you can i make an introduction for you to someone so again that it's the same principles you'd use offline you just have to pay attention to what what works um, in general for each platform. Mm. And I think it's so important what you said is that it's a relationship whether we're meeting face to face or whether we're meeting online and sometimes I think people's common sense goes out the window particularly when <laughs> it, you, we've just connected and all of a sudden you get this message about what they're selling and all that kind of stuff. Now we know that that's a no-no in an you know offline world and if you didn't know that uh, big wake-up call please don't do that and please don't do that uh, you know on an online situation either just because you're hiding behind a computer screen it doesn't mean that you can't tarnish your relationship so that's such a, a great reminder that would be considered spam and you'd probably find the other person not really wanting to follow up with you and and deepen that connection because you've just kind of tarnished that whole opportunity yes 
Yes, absolutely. Mm. It's a, it's important. I mean, like you said, don't forget just because it's online doesn't mean the rules have changed. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if we're thinking about something to give our new connections, if we're comparing between offline and online, would there be kind of something different online to offline about what we give our, our new uh, friends or relationships that we're building? Well, it depends on um, the kind of conversation you had and the connections you made. Obviously, mm. it's always easy to send something via email um, or via one of the platforms. But if you've had a conversation about something and you have an article that might be interesting or you have a book re recommendation that might be interesting, you can always send that. Um, you know, you can also, depending on how deep your relationship goes when you're connecting with people to follow up, you can send a thank you note. You can even buy the book that you want to recommend to someone and send it to them saying, I know you would love this and it would help you with your business. So mm -hmm. it really just depends on um, how far the relationship is. But the key is, is the main key is just to remember to give first. So try to think about how could I help this person, whether it's a resource, a book, or an introduction. Say, hey, you should really meet my friend Joe. Um, let me make that connection. So it's about being helpful and giving something that the other person will appreciate. So if yeah. they say in your conversation, you know, oh, I'm up to my eyeballs and email. If I get another email, I'll scream. Then send them something in the snail mail mm -hmm. because hardly anyone does that anymore. Yes. Yeah, I love that. You know, as we're talking, there's a, a number of very important things that we've spoken about today. And I think, you know, the following, following up, even when we're meeting someone, keeping note, what are they struggling with? How can I support them? Is there a resource? Is there someone that I can connect them to in my network? Now, I don't know about you, Stephanie, but because we're so busy and, you know, I'm getting a little bit older now, I'm finding that I don't remember as much or, you know, trying to re recall everything. So talk about some tools that we can use to help us keep track of all of this great information about our connections and follow up all of that that we can store in one place so that we can go and access that and immediately refresh our memories. This is so important. Um, this is another key element of networking and building relationships. Mm. I agree with you. No matter how old you are, you cannot remember every person you've met yes. and what they're doing. You, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, you know, I rely on my database mm -hmm. and I happen to use ACT, but there are other options. You can use your email provider. Um, Soho is one and another free one is fullcontact.com. But the main thing is not what tool you use, it's that you use it. It's yeah. that you have a place you can go, type in someone's name and add the information. I talked with them at this event. I sent them this thing so that you can know what's happening as your relationship develops because it is impossible to remember it all and that's where you can have key elements that can help you trigger you to connect them with other people when you say oh yeah I forgot that he loves football and then oh yeah I just met that other guy who loves football they should connect mm. yes. so it's you just and it, it seems overwhelming when I talk about this sometimes with people who have not been keeping track but the, the key is just begin. So if you have a stack of cards, you can always, you know, set aside some time to go back and fill those in. But until you do that, just make the decision that starting today, you are going to start keeping track. And if you do it as you go, it is not as time consuming as you think. And it will give you such a great feeling of confidence and, and motivation because you can see that you actually are building these relationships with people and that you're caring for them and nurturing them and keeping notes to stay in touch and that's the whole point again like don't even bother if you're not going to do this part because 
then nothing will develop. Mm. And, you know, there's nothing more beautiful than having met someone and then all of a sudden when you meet again, they ask you something like, oh, and how did that meeting go? Or how is this going? Or, you know, last time you, you know, how did your daughter go in, in that competition that she was, she was, you know, going for? When we mention things like that with our connections because we've made a note in our database and the next time we see them, that just really deepens that conversation and that relationship, doesn't it? Because how often do we go rushing from one thing to another and it's the people who who really pay attention and those small little things actually turn into huge things because that's what really solidifies that relationship yes it's true that's very true and one thing I want to point out here too just in case someone who's listening might think oh that seems like um, insincere or like some kind of trick it's not it's Mm. simply you know we cannot remember all these things if you're willing to take note and take the time and go back and visit it and then ask that question, how did it go with your daughter? You really mean that. You really want to know how it went. You're mm. not just doing this for some kind of um, uh, trick. It's, it's, it's sincere. It's from the heart. You're interested and you want to know. So just to make that clear, it's, it's, it's a tool that helps you develop and maintain your relationships. It's not some kind of um, gimmick. No. And, you know, in, in actual fact, let me let me also say that this actually happened to me. This was someone that I met a number of years ago and I was rushing around and, you know, one of my daughters was, I can't remember what she was doing. I think it was something to do with a school event and she had to sing and, and all of these kind of rehearsals and things like that. And, and because she wanted to, to reach out and said, look, I'm really busy at the moment. Let's just leave it for, for a couple of months. And anyway, we met again and she did, she just checked in and said, by the way, how did your daughter to go and I thought oh I thought oh and so just her saying that immediately kind of connected she had kids my age too so you know there was that kind of commonality so it again it really is keeping an awareness of something that really allows you to um to again just you know really show that person that you listened to them uh and I think yes any kind of conversation that we're talking about today in connection has to be sincere because if insincerity or if someone feels that you're just going through the flow no matter what we've spoken about today is just not going to land or have the impact that we really want Mm. that's so important important. and it all boils down to uh, personal relationships because even though we are we are business owners and we are doing business we are still people and we connect with people we know like and trust and that happens over time yeah so i think really you know how you would like uh, someone to approach a relationship with you you also have uh, you know the same respect when you're connecting with other people uh, and how you deal with the relationship too I think that's so very important Stephanie love this conversation for so m- many people as I said earlier in, in, in the call this is something that can make them very nervous and I love the way that you said that whether you're an introvert or an extrovert when you have the right systems and strategies in place you really can build solid relationships which can turn into you know business opportunities and of course what's really important those collegial relationships I think that that's great when you can connect with people have coffee and just kind of catch up and and support one another I I think that that's precious precious how can people find out more about you uh, and and particularly some of the services and so forth that you offer well my website is fireflycoaching.com and I offer a free special report called seven steps to attract more clients in less time and Mm -hmm. you can download that on my website and I also have a bunch of blog posts articles and videos and you can search 
on my website for any topic for more information on those. That's the best way to connect with me. And on Twitter, I'm I'm at uh, Firefly Coaching and also on Facebook, Firefly oh, Coaching. Terrific. Look, thank you so much for coming on the show, Stephanie. This was a topic that, as I said, as uh, something that people continue to struggle with and you've really provided some great steps for us to, to move forward so that 2015 is the year that we start our databases and that we really start developing those, uh, you know, those precious relationships in our business. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. So there you go. Go and check out all of the show notes and also the free report that Stephanie has uh, shared on today's show. So we'll put all of the links. Today's show, I can't believe it, we're up to show number 144. So go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES144 and you will click through and get all of those incredible reports. You'll also find a link. I'll put a link to the article that I referred to and that's how I found out about Stephanie and reached out to her. If this is the first time that you are listening to the show, um, I know that you've taken away lots of tidbits and golden nuggets. So make sure you take action on those. And why not uh, subscribe to the show? Just like Stephanie joined us today and shared her expertise. Every week, we also interview other people to help you take your business to the next level. This is Anne-Marie. Bye for now. Have a fabulous week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.